It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, we'll have a good show for you. We always have a good show. I mean, we didn't, even me? me- we didn't even mention that last time was our 200th episode. I know, because we were too busy talking about like a million and five basketball games. Oh, guess what? At least last night, there were a million and five girls basketball games. Yeah, and we have a ton of boys games tonight. Um, yeah, so it should be fun. Uh, a couple other things. One, I we talked about this before uh, we went on the air. Jack Campbell, an all-star in the NHL. Really nice to see. Outstanding. Uh, two, if you haven't seen Tyler Mott's goal that he scored last night, go look it up. It is filthy. Oh, it's it's disgustingly you good. Should not be and he to... did it against Vasilevsky, one of the best goalies in the NHL. Like that's a goal that you see someone that is clearly too good for their age group when they're like fourteen <laughs> years old do because they're just so much better that you don't see that in the NHL a whole lot unless it's elite level guys. And now I'm gonna say a sentence that is is gonna sound like Spanish to Dennis, but our podcast is now also on Spotify, so if you want to listen to us on there, it's been up. All the episodes have been put up that have already been there, so you can now listen to us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I have no idea what he just said. I know you I know you don't. And I didn't sign off on it, but whatever. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> did that yesterday while I was just chilling. So, yeah, so just an easier way to get our podcast now. And I actually knew that because I had lunch with Andrew yesterday, and he said, Brady put the thing up on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I figured it wouldn't matter um, if I asked you or not because you you just said, what's Spotify? And I would have went, all right. It's going up there. I thought they put music on Spotify. They have podcasts on there, too. Okay. If you say so. Well, they have our podcast up there. I I believe you. Andrew tried to set me up with Snapchat. People, stop sending me friend requests on Snapchat. I don't know how to use it. I'm probably never going to use it. It was just something he said I needed to have on my phone. And Andrew's it, our tech guy, by the way. It just sits there. Yeah. Like, I I, I won't even accept a, a friend thing from Brady. I didn't even send one because I knew it was pointless <laughs> anyway. Snapchat is something my wife uses when we go out to eat, and she takes a picture of her food and sends it to people for some reason. All right. That <laughs> is the best note to end the intro on. Um <laughs> Hockey was on Wednesday. We had some girls basketball yesterday, and we have some really interesting boys matchups tonight. And we'll talk about it all next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. We always have uh, fun 
when we're off the air. <clears throat> we have fun when we're on the air, too, but we always have more fun when we're off the air. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so do you want to start with hockey, and then we'll get into hoops the rest yeah, of the way? Yeah, uh, Wednesday uh, we had uh, hockey. Uh, Northern taking on Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Um, and uh, this was one where it kind of turned out, in fact, I, I, I wish Welper were here because I told him how the game would go, and I even called the score. Did you? I said, 3 nothing Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Here's what's going to happen. And after the game, he came up to me. He goes, how did you know? And I'm like, because I looked at the numbers. Mm-hmm. And what the numbers told me was the Huskies are really struggling offensively and it's not just scoring goals right now it's creating chances like they only had 10 shots on goal and they really didn't have anything dangerous there wasn't a moment in the game where I thought "Ooh, here's a chance to score right it it was a very quiet game for Northern uh, from the from the offensive standpoint and Orchard Lake St. Mary's simply doesn't give up goals that was their fifth shutout of the season in 13 games. They have a goaltender who has played half their games and has a 0.35 goals against average and a 9.77 save percentage, and their backup goalie has had like a 2.07 goals against and a save percentage over 900. They don't get scored on. They'd given up 16 goals in 13 games this season. The matchup just wasn't good for Northern, who's only scored 30 goals this year, and 10 of them came in one game. So a third of what they've done on offense came in one game early in the season. Mm-hmm. No, and you you look at the teams they're playing, and, well, they, they're usually a good defensive team, but, again, the trend of them not – because the other stat you gave me is when they score a second goal. They're 4-1. and one. Yes. Because they do a good job of keeping the puck out of the net. Not only does Sheffer, obviously, he's one of the best goaltenders in the state, but their defense does a good job of keeping him clean at times. Because even when you see a team like uh, when I saw Cranbrook, they, had, they won 3-1 to one and they had like 50-some shots. But there weren't a lot of, like like you said, the, ooh, here's a goal chances. It was more that they just had it in the zone so much that they were just firing it on net. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number one, Sheffer is amazing, and he is having an amazing year for them. Number two, their defense is, is big and mobile and moves the puck really well. And number three, their forwards, while they're not generating any offense, their forwards back check. They work hard. The the Huskies will. I will never criticize Port Huron Northern for work ethic or anything like that. They work their tails off. They just aren't big enough, strong enough, fast enough right now against these MIHL other opponents to generate any offense. Um, and then and two, it, it's got to be tough on Logan back there. He's doing a great job, but he knows that if he gives up a second goal. They're probably not going to win that night. Yeah, that's the tough part. And, I mean, I remember even saying after they beat Plymouth, you go, all right, that's a good win because the next 
month and a half is going to be rough. And they lost to Cranbrook. They got upset by Anchor Bay. Lost in overtime to Flint Powers. Uh, they, they lost at Brother Rice. They just took one on the chin against St. Mary's. And the road doesn't get easier because tomorrow they're in Trenton. And then they go up to the Sioux for a couple of games. And maybe that is what they need to kind of refresh everything. Um, get, get away or, or, or something like that. But, again, are they playing bad hockey? No. They play pretty good. They're competitive. They were in this game. Mm-hmm. They were one shot away from maybe sneaking out of there with with a win. The, but it, it's not just that they're not scoring goals right now. They're not generating any chances at all. And and until that, until they're able to generate, you know, in in that league against those goalies, you got to be getting. 20, 25 shots, 10 isn't going to get it done. No. Um, and, it's, and and 10 where none of them are like high quality or from dangerous areas on the ice, that's just not going to get it done. So, uh, And what I'll say about St. Mary's besides their goalies and that, their defense is amazing. Uh, their, their six guys are all good, and their top four, at least in this game, their top four were stellar. Uh, and and they get their offense from their defense. Um, Magdich, uh, was seven a defenseman with seven goals. Um, Reese Williams was an incredible skater, just incredible. Um, I I, I don't teams have got to be you know at the next level have got to be looking at this kid just the way he he skates and moves the puck. Uh, they had Donovan Mitchell who apparently got a reprieve from the Utah Jazz. He, he was the best player on the ice in that game on uh, Wednesday uh, night. Uh, and they had another uh, big defenseman by the name of uh, uh, Brendan Dell. And it's unusual for me to notice a defenseman in a game, but I noticed right. four of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm always paying attention to the guys on offense. I was a forward. I like goals. What are goalies and defensemen? But, you know, Sheffer was Sheffer. And uh, and the other thing about this game is it was chippy, it was mean. This this was kind of a mean hockey game. Uh, Colin Orr had 21 minutes in penalties, Brady. And you don't see that in <laughs> in high school. school you don't see that a lot, and because there's no fighting, right? So it's like yeah, usually in in a game there's a skirmish and a guy gets something like that, but but not in in high school games. Uh, and it was like a lot of slashing, roughing, unsportsmanlike, cross-checking. Uh, we had a major penalty for a, a hit from behind, uh, and, a, and there was actually a major penalty for roughing at the end of the game. They they didn't announce it or put it down on the sheet, as far as I know, but Chris Jones got launched with about two minutes to go in the game. He, he was arguing a, a call, and the official just turned and pointed and said, get out of here. Uh, but uh, so it, it was one of those nights we had 20 penalties called in the game. That's a lot. That is a lot of penalties. So Northern, I mean, again, not to make excuses, but I mean, they are playing with a different with a different set of cards than Catholic Central, Cranbrook, St. Mary's and Brother Rice. Yeah. And, and, because also, I, and also if if again, if they wanted to play. Mac schools and things like that, 
they would find more offense and they would score a right. few more goals. It would be a little bit – they'd be getting more than 10 shots on goal. Because, again, it – I think this furthers my argument that Northern's probably a top 20 team in the state, but when you're constantly playing number one, number three, number four, you don't look like it because of that. And it also, the difference between like the top two to five in any given year and number even 10 is usually huge. I just think, uh, again, watch out for this team next year i know people don't like to hear that but because they're young and these a lot of their players are still growing into their bodies mm-hmm. like they're going to be bigger and faster in, in, next year and and there are some guys that, that I, I think we need to keep an eye on and they did play wednesday night without graham who i think is a really good player um for for them uh marysville had another nice win marysville is just on a roll they beat utica uh at their place five to one noah lavalley had at least two goals uh in that game and i know wallace had a goal i didn't see who had the other two goals for the vikings but uh, they got a nice five one win over utica and last night ph unified got their second win of the year uh they beat lapeer whoever they are we were arguing over this. Yeah, it's the on state the, calls them Lapeer East. Which that school hasn't existed for like almost 10 years now. Yeah, but that's what they show up on the schedule as and what the MHSAA site calls them. And PH went to Lapeer and beat them 4-1. Which, um, real quick about the Reese Williams, there's going to be a funny coincidence that I'll tell you about in the break um, where somewhere he might be playing after Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Oh, okay. So – but anyway, you got the right guy. R e i s s. Yeah, I had okay. to look it up because I was because yeah, re ease. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, yeah, let's let's have a short first segment because I feel like there's a lot of basketball to talk. Unless you want to drop just the scores from Wednesday. Well, yeah, we we'll only had Thursday. three boys games on Wednesday, and they were all in the GTC East. Uh, Harbor Beach edged out Sandusky forty-four to forty. Ubley uh, beat KPAC 60 to 35, and uh, Brown City got a nice win over Memphis 59 to 43. And again, we're kind of keeping an eye on that Brown City team because we think they're better than their record. Yes, like they're they're a team to uh, to watch come the district where they might be sneaky good against. And that some was of those also teams. a Memphis team we were interested to see how they'd stack up against a team that we know has some talent. Yeah. So that's that's a nice win for Brown City. All right, lots of girls' games last night, and the big one, of course, was Marine City-Marysville, and we'll get Brady's take on that game when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady, well, we were talking softball during the break. That time. Oh, yeah, we just got a, <laughs> we just got a notification that the, the softball. Anyway, um, basketball, um, we're going to start with my game. Yeah, we're going to start with the with, – because it was the biggest game last night. Come on. It was. So Marysville goes down to Northern. And in this one, it's kind of like we were kind of – the stock was up on Marine City. Marysville was, a, I, I guess, a little more inconsistent. And I was very curious to see. I was thinking in Marine City, I thought the Mariners had an edge. And then the first half happened, and it was 28-9 to going into the halftime, and Marine City was 10 seconds away from getting shut out in the first half. I mean, that's, that's pretty improbable. But, but again, am I a little surprised? Maybe. Am I not as much surprised because it's Marysville and I've been watching them do this now for the last season and a half? So, Marysville dominant twenty eight to nine at halftime, just dominating. But Marine City, I will give them credit. You know how easy it is to go into halftime down nine and just give up and just go. All right, well, we'll, we'll get another crack at them. They cut it at the break or at the end of the third to 37-28, which I'll talk about what happened in that third quarter because <laughs> one of the weirder things that is ever I've ever seen on a basketball court happened. They were able to get it down to five multiple times in the game. But Marysville would make the shot when they needed to. They would make the pass, get the stop, do just enough to keep them at arm's length away, it was never a point where Marine City went, all right, if they make this shot, it's a tie game. If they can go down and hit a three, it's a tie game. Marysville did just enough to hold off the run. Marine City got in the bonus um, early in the half, I think in the third quarter, and Marysville would hold on to win 47-42. to Caitlin Kane had 20. Avery Wolters had 12. Janie Farone had 12. I thought she had 13. She had 12. Jocelyn Dietland had 10. Jade Blanchard had 10. Marysville did a good job holding Chloe Austin to just five points. So, um, first of all, if you want to give the thoughts on the game before I go into the weirdness that happened. Well, uh, it's just that, again, ends up being a tight game, which is what we thought we were going to have here. So, they really didn't disappoint us here. Uh, I'm interested, like these two rivalry games – that Marine City has had to play. It's Yeah, because on the broadcast, I said it was like the mirror image yeah. of the St. Clair game. Starts out looking like it's no contest, and then it ends up being a, a battle, a dogfight mm-hmm. to, to the finish line. Uh, and, and I find that interesting because St. Clair was done 
at halftime against Marine City and somehow got that game to overtime before Marine City like found it again and blew them out in, in the in the overtime uh, period. And then just the reverse, Marysville dominates the first half. Marine City knuckles down and makes a game of it in in the second uh, half. I don't think this is over yet. No, no. <laughs> the, the, First of all, Marysville has to play St. Clair yeah, twice, and uh, that's and, not a gimme. And, and, by and, any and I believe they're going into St. Clair next week. I believe that's one of our games. Yes. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's the, this is not decided yet. There, There's going to be two more good games between St. Clair and Marysville and two more good games, Marine City playing Marysville one more time and playing St. Clair one more time. And the second times will be at – those teams' places, right? So there's still a lot uh, to be decided uh, in the race. In the uh, it's the gold, right? Yeah, yeah. They're the Mac Golden. I get boys are silver, girls are gold. It, <laughs> just just have a local league, and we don't need to. I know. Or just Macomb Area Conference. Be uniform. It's anyway. One day, maybe maybe in the summer, I'll come up with my super plan because I have a way. That will make the GTC East, the BWAC, and the, the, the teams that shouldn't be in the MAC all happy. Anyway, <laughs> so in this game, um, I will say the officiating was not good. And I know what we talked about last time. It was not good. Had a rough week with that, haven't we? Yes, but it was equally equal opportunity bad. Like, it, was, it didn't favor one side. It just felt like sometimes when a whistle blew, I was like, there's a whistle, and okay, traveling. Like, you weren't sure, and I don't think it had a, a huge outcome, but I thought it might. So in the third quarter, I'm sitting, you know where I sit on uh, when we're at Marine City. Yeah. If you've ever been to the gym, the scorer's table's on the south side. I'm on the north side in between the two stands. Ferone comes up, takes a shot, boom. Ref in front of me, clear as day. Hands up, three fingers up, three-pointer. Hey, Janie Ferrone, who uh, was like, all right, that's her third three of the night. She hit, ended up hitting four. So the score is whatever, and I, it's actually 37-27. And Marine City's at the line. Uh, Jeff Austin is arguing with the official, having words with an official. And I'm like, all right, like they, they stop it. And... I don't know how this happened, but somehow the score for Marine City got messed up. So I, again, don't know how it happened. So they have to reset the score. Well, when they put it up, it says 37-26. And I'm like, they left them a point short. So like uh, in between, I text Brendan Welper from Times Herald. He was there too. I'm like, what do you have for the score? And he tells me what I think I have. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. So whole third, and no one says anything. And and we're like, this, they're, they're gypped a point, and the game's going on and whatever. So at the end of the third quarter, Welper and uh, one of the guys from Channel 6 in Marine City go down to tell the official, hey, we think Marine City should have one more point just to let them know. They go over, they check with the books. Nope, score's right. So now me and Welper are going, what happened? Where, where did this point that we both had and we sit independent of each other, mm -hmm. keep our own books, 
where did it come from? Where did it go? I mean, it's like Cotton Eye Joe. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Don't know. So after the game, we're talking, and I'm like, thank God that didn't come down to like a one-point game where where Marysville hits a two-pointer to win by one. And I'm like, well, Marysville wins, question mark. And then they come back and see on film it was actually a tie game. So I'm talking with some people after the game, and what I think happened is on one of the Ferrone threes, it was a two. The official in front of me put his hands up three, ran down the court like that. The official on the far side of the court from me called it a two. So myself, Who had the better look at it, just out of curiosity? So it's, the, it was like on the arc, if it's a three I'm thinking of, it was shaded to the right side of the arc. The one official was like kind of behind and to the right, and the other official was on the other sideline. I wouldn't say either were a great view. I wouldn't say either were an awful view. So I don't know who gets precedent in that situation. I guess the guy on the other side because he had a better like horizontal view at the line, but he was still 30 feet away, 35 yeah. feet away. But he might be able to see if uh, a toe right. on the line or what's over so the line. Either way. Better than a guy looking from another angle who might – see from the back right. and kind of be blocked out. You like you're thinking, well this guy's closer, right. but he doesn't nec- closer right. doesn't necessarily mean he has the better view. So, what I think happened is the score book put down the two. Like they saw the official run by and put two. The score board, myself Brendan Welper, saw three points. So, we all put three points in our book and the scoreboard put three points up. Now, nothing was said when three points went on the board. So the scoreboard had the wrong score. Now, whether they realized that during the free throw and they didn't realize how to take a point away or what, but then when it got reset, I think the scoreboard said, hey, crap, how many did Marine City have? And that's where the point went. And there was no argument, and the officials, hey, they went and checked with the books. But it was bizarre. I've never seen a phantom point go away in a, in a basketball game. Yeah, that. Yeah, you do it long enough, you'll see a lot more weirder things than that, I, I guess. Uh, in the end, the, the important thing is they got it right. But again, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it was a three or two. I can't tell you with any certainty. I'm sure either Ryan Rafty or Jeff Austin have looked at it. Again, it became inconsequential at the end, but that's one of those things that you're like just wondering how it happened. Like if it was just me and I texted, well, all right, well, I'm an idiot. I can't count. Because at the end of the night, I added up all my scores and had 43. But that was the thing. And yeah. Like I said, the officiating was not the best, and but I thought it was equally like it didn't. It wasn't like favoring one side more than the other. All right, let let's stay in the, the MAC before we get into the BWAC games because I saw a BWAC game. Yeah, last you want to talk about maybe the biggest win? PH Port Huron High knocks off Gross Point South in a big win down there, I believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, 43-39. Mia Jacobs, 26 points 
six triples. That's a big, big night. That is a big win. Like She's a good player, but she hasn't done something like this in a game until this game. No, you. I mean, none of us would bat an eye if she had like 12 or 15 and hit three threes. Even if she got 20. Right. I'd be like, oh, yeah, she's capable of that. But 26, but 26 on the road in the MAC red, yep. that's a big-time performance. Helping your team get a, I guess I'll call it an upset win because you're not sure what they were that's a really nice win for becky gilbert and the big reds i feel bad because i know ph is good they've been good for three years now um and and i feel like because to us when we watch it looks ugly because they they win with defense right that we like this is a really good basketball team and that's the bottom line, and just because it's not as showy as, say, the, the way some other teams win games, they're getting it done, I mean, and they're playing tough opponents, and they're winning big games. They did. They shut down Goodrich. Goodrich is a good basketball team, yeah. and they made them look like a not good I basketball mean, team. I mean, Gross Point South is like 1-7 on the year, but some of the team like, they haven't been losing to bad teams they lost to lakeview bloomfield hills marion grand blank utica gross point north and they kept a lot of those games competitive so on the road a nice win for port here on high gross point north is going to be the tough one same with dakota but now i'm not going to be surprised if Port Huron High can, you know, maybe maybe surprise Gross Point North a little bit. Because I think we all thought, and I'm sure other people thought, hey, they lost a lot. It's going to be tough for them to rebound well. They, they win with defense, and now they're starting to score a little more. Yeah I, yeah, I looked at it, and I went, okay, they're still a good basketball team, but in the red, we're looking at, like, 500 record well, you know thinking. i think they'll still you know like i i came into the season going they'll still win more than they lose right but they're maybe third in the in the mac red if they have a big season right to where now it's like hey these guys they're competing for a title again this year yeah yeah and they're what a a loss in their opener away from being undefeated or no they lost to Las cruz north too yeah but but it, but again, uh, uh, what a two point loss in the opener at Utica. At Utica, and then again, you're playing Brooke Daniels, who might be Miss Basketball. Yes. Um, they have they have North and Dakota coming up next week, so they'll. And, and Dakota was down last year, but they're back this year. They're yeah, Dakota again. Yeah, when you have three thousand kids to pull from, <laughs> you can find seven that can dribble a basketball. It's, it's, Kind of unfair. St. Clair beats uh, Sterling Heights 51-35, to uh, 35, and the Lady Saints continue to uh, impress and encourage me. Like Again, I didn't think they were going to be a bad team this year. I just thought they were going to be a eh, team, and they're better than that. Yeah, they're now 6-4 and four on the year, um, but Marysville's the next one. They have, what, it's next Wednesday, I think. They have six days to prepare for it. Let's see what they come with. That's going to be the test. Uh, all right. are you, If they win that one, they are in the thick. They're actually probably in the driver's seat of the conference title race, where if they drop it, mm, 
they might be that step behind. Yeah, that we, that, that, they'll, they'll be chasing the rest of the way if they can't get this win, but they'll make it a three-team race if they can get the win. Yeah. Um, and we'll have one of those three-headed monsters. Oh, my. If it, if it's Marysville, Marine City, St. Clair, will it bother you that much if they no. tie for early championship? <laughs> it won't me. Uh, I just want to throw this one out there, too. I know we don't cover New Haven a lot, but they beat Madison last night 63-7. to Come on. Jeez. That was one of two really lopsided games uh, around the uh, area. All right, uh, in the uh, the BWAC last night, got my first look at uh, North Branch as uh, they took on Croslex. I don't know what's going on in basketball games that I go to all of a sudden where teams go entire halves where they can't make a and, – and it's like they're getting chances to make layups. They're getting stick-back chances right out in front of the bucket – they're getting wide-open looks at threes that look like they're going right down the middle. I have so many times in the last two weeks said, oh, it's halfway down and it pops back out, that I don't know what, what to do anymore. Uh, I didn't th- – there was a, a, a point with two minutes to go in the half last night. The score was 7-4, to four, and I didn't think either team was going to get to 10 points in the first half. And then North Branch explode, exploded for eight points in the last two minutes of the, the half to go up 15-4 to four at halftime. But um, last night, Croslex only made four field goals in the game, and two of them came late in the fourth quarter when they put a player who wasn't on the roster into the game and she knocked down two threes, isn't and I the, don't know what her name is. Isn't that the best? I'm assuming it was a JV player. Yeah, maybe. yeah. They 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 put they they actually put two kids in at the end of the game, and neither one of them are on the roster. And there was a guy next to me. I said, "Do you know who either of these players are?" And he said, "Well, I think 15 is Mackenzie Dennison. I don't know who 32 is." And of course, 32 then proceeds to knock down back-to-back triples, and I'm like, why has she been on the bench all night? Cause, and, and, and again, don't think that, like, well, North Branch had all their subs in. North Branch doesn't have enough kids to have all their subs in. Right. Um, so uh, it, it, she was scoring against players who had been playing all game long. Um, but, but at any rate, the final ended up being 35-16. to 16. I almost had as many points in the fourth quarter as I had in the first three. It was 19-9 after three, Jeez. and the fourth quarter score was 16-7. to seven. So it, it, it was and, – and I've seen a lot of that this year. Of, and it was a fast game. It was up and down. Um, it was just a lot of missed shots. Like nobody's shooting the ball well this year. Um, it's, it's like a area wide shooting slump in some of these games that I go to, but, uh, Catherine Welsh ended up scoring uh, 10 for North branch. She came off the bench, had eight in the second uh, half and, and had a, a real, uh, real good ball game for them. I found out before the game, Alana Deshetsky, who's probably their best athlete mm. out with uh, a knee problem and probably isn't going to play basketball. So that's unfortunate. Uh, it, it is because I was really looking forward to watching her play. Uh, but uh, Macy Cake, and it isn't spelled that way, 
It's what, <laughs> K-A-A-K-E? Yeah. It, it looks like uh, kayak or something like that. But she had seven points, six points for uh, Bailey uh, Gormley, six points for Natasha Bickle, who is a nice player. She's, mm-hmm. she's I remember a her from last big year. big in the post. She's tough. Courtney Ludisher, they've got a lot of big uh, – North Branch is a big team. Mm-hmm. They've got like four kids that would be st- starting center – for most teams in the BWAC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and some at some points, it, it was kind of funny. It was kind of Mutt and Jeff thing where they'd put the four bigs out there because Croslex is not a big team. No. Uh, and, and and you'd have, like, the, the little guards like Robertson and, uh, and Krampitz, you know, going up to the waist on these girls. <laughs> but they actually did a good job. Um, Croslex struggled shooting, struggled to score. They actually played good defense. Mm-hmm. Like the, they held North Branch to 19 points for three quarters. Um. So yeah, that's a nice win for North Branch. Had some other girls BWAC action, didn't we? Uh, we had uh, just about everybody played. Armada beat Richmond 54 to 29. Yale was a 42-24 winner over Almont, and uh, Imlay City beat Elginac. 43-21. to 21. Uh, After a 4-0 start now, Algonac is, uh, has, has kind of lost their touch. But, yeah, again, I but saw them look, early in the week you, against Marine City, and it was the same thing. They get a lot of good looks and a lot of good shots, run a lot of good plays, and then the ball goes halfway down and pops out. But here are the teams they've played since the 4-0 start. Armada, quality team, lost by five. Rochester Hills, Lutheran, Northwest. Don't know a lot about them. I know their record is 5-3 and three on the year. They're a winning team. They played Yale, lost by two to, a, to what is a good team. Lost to Marine City, a really good team. Lost to MLA City, another really talented team. Uh, so that is a tough stretch and a couple shots, maybe they're 6-3 and three on the year. Because they played some close games that they lost. They go to Dryden uh, tonight, actually. So that might be a get-right game for for the, for the Rats. All right. Uh, GTC East, lead story as it is every night in the GTC East with girls basketball. Sandusky 59, KPAC 6. Aldemont's another game closer. And um, they're now 9-0 overall, 2-0 in league. Uh, Brooke Jansen. Double-double last night with 13 points and 12 rebounds. Madison Long had eight points, three steals, two assists. Amy Bender, seven points, four rebounds. I love Al gives me everything. Yes. Uh, Tori Viscolozzi, seven points, four steals, three rebounds. Jetta Steve, six points, eight rebounds. So you can see how Sandusky wins. Like, nobody puts up monster numbers, but everybody contributes in every category. They're really good at basketball. Yes, they are. I mean, uh, Helena Long, 6.6 rebounds. Morgan Teague, 6.3 steals. Uh, They had – what do they have here? They have like seven players score five points or more. Yeah. Stop and think about that. Yeah. And right there, I mean, simple math, 35 points at least. (laughs) Yeah. So that's uh, uh, another impressive win – for Sandusky, Marlette uh, beat Memphis 29-20. to uh, 20. 
I like that Marlette girls basketball team. We saw them at SC4, mm-hmm. uh, and and we know that the Memphis girls have played well. Harbor Beach beat Ubley 49-27, to uh, 27, and was uh, those were all the uh, GTC East uh, games. Uh, Brown City didn't have a game last night. And then a couple up in the NTCL. Kingston is a good team. They beat Deckerville 37 to uh, 29. They beat Yale the other night earlier mm-hmm. this week. Kingston yep. is tough. Uh, and uh, Akron Fairgrove ekes out a 29-27 win over Peck. And that is all the girls' basketball from last night. That's a ton of basketball. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we had any boys' scores, but we have a lot to talk about for uh, tonight coming up, even though this is being released a little later. But hopefully you can listen to it in the few hours you get before tip-off because we both have games that should be very interesting. Dennis, I think your game will be – I think when you walk in oh, and you're getting ready to do the JV game, I think you'll be able to cut that tension with a knife. Yeah, I think it's going to have the, uh, the the feeling of like we're going to have a big uh, – like like it's a war and this is the big battle. Yeah. We're fighting for the big hill, and whoever gets the hill is in position, and that's kind of the, the BWAC. Croslex is on the hill. Somebody's trying to push him off tonight. And I don't – you know, sometimes how you think you ease into a game, I don't think you have to do that. I don't want to waste it now. We'll talk about it next segment, but you're going to have a fun one. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You All like right. that timing? Welcome back. Yeah, I was. You were kind of meandering there, and I'm like, you need to sit down. Sorry, I had to. I had to get things done. Whatever. I was back in a timely fashion. Whatever. So you think. So what game do you want to talk about first? you want to just get right into yours, MLA City Cross? Well, I just, uh, in general, let me set up the BWAC for you. Uh, so the, the game I'm going to tonight is Crosslex at MLA City. Everybody knows about Crosslex. They're 7-0. and They're 2-0 and in league play uh, so far. Armada and, and, and MLA been, City and Elmont are all 2-1 and in league. And it's Armada's, been 759 days since the last time they lost a BWAC game on the court. So Armada, Emily City, and Elmont are all two in league, uh, and Armada is five and two. Emily City's five and three. Elmont's three and three. Richmond is six and one, but they're one and one in league. That loss to Yale is their one snafu, and that's Yale's one league win. They're one and two, but they've slipped to four and four after a really good start to see. I think they started four and one. Uh, and then Algonac and North Branch are bringing up the rear. North Branch struggling to play games. Their game with Armada not happening tonight. It's been rescheduled for February the uh, 1st. So three BWAC games going on tonight. Elmont at Richmond is a big game. Yale at Algonac is a big game for Yale. They need that win. Yes. Um, to get back on track. And then, of course, the big one is Crosslex Imlay City. Um. This is Emily City's chant with a win. Croslex is suddenly human, and they're tied with 
three other teams for first place. Actually, if Richmond beats Elmont, it would be a five-way tie for first place in the BWAC tonight if Emily City can pull off the upset. Because that would be what? Emily City at three and one. Cross Lexit two two and one. Yeah, actually, Emily City would jump into first and be four teams at two and one. Yeah, so assuming the games went that way. Now, Elmont's going to have something to say about that, uh, obviously. Uh, And Croslex is obviously going to have something to say about all of this. But again, why is this such a big deal? Well, well. Do you have the date? Well, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's just bad radio. Well, no, but, but you know, you know why, because you were there. You witnessed the game that happened last year between these two teams. Mm-hmm. Then you had the rematch where words were spoken and it's not going to be the same. And then the game didn't happen. Yes. And then you had the potential for them to meet in the district, but Armada had something to yes. say about that. Um, and, and so Emily City's been sitting there festering on a 90 to 18 loss on their home court to Crosslex. No, it was at Crosslex. Oh, it was at Crosslex? Yes. Yeah. So, but the last time they got together, it was 90 to 18, and they get them at their place tonight, and you know that I don't care what anybody's. Oh, that was a year ago. There, there a are lot kids, of those. There are kids that aren't even. You know, they played in that game that aren't there now. But, guess the JV kids were there, too. Yeah, it, it matters, and they remember. Yes, and they And they've do. been told about it because their coaches were there, and they've been told about it, and they've had this game circled for a while at MLA City. You know it. Now the question is, Brady, can they do something about it? Right. And the other thing is both these teams are still – are usually – Really good BWAC teams in recent memory. So usually... They don't like each other. They're they're, rivals. There's a lot on the line regardless of the history of the 90-18 to game. Now, I... And like I said, when you get there, Dennis, there is going to be a a thick tension in the air. (laughs) Like, you're going to know... A carnival-like atmosphere. Yes. It's going to (laughs) be... like. There's going to be no easing into it. You're going to, you know, when sometimes you just go to a game and it just has that feel. And it's not always necessary. Obviously, you go to like a state, like not even in Marine City's run, like not all the way through did you have that feel. But sometimes you just get in a stadium or you get in a, in a gym and you're just like, this is going to be a really memorable game for whatever reason. Absolutely. And, so that's what I'm hoping for. A lot of times we build these games up and then we get disappointed. Uh, and, and, and this is the wild card. And I know if, if Lance were in the room right now, this is the toughest game that they've played in the last millennium at Croslex. But Croslex is that team that can kind of crush the big game because they're that good. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Example one. Goodrich in the regional semifinal last year. Like, we were really looking forward to that game. That and then was it a, ended up not that being was much a of a game. year and a half in a making, and Cross-Lex just stomped them. This year, I mean, they've already put two teams in running time. They, they, they didn't handle Stony Creek, but they were never in real danger of losing to Stony Creek. Um, Almont went up 20 to 19 and then Croslex got mad and like you said Dennis Emley City 
remembers last year. They remember. And if and they have a lot of pride up there. Anytime and you get embarrassed like that because yeah, that's that's not a that's something you want to remember. They are coming for blood and they want to be the ones to snap the streak. The, the the numbers I've given you haven't lost a regular season game in 749 days. Haven't lost a BWAC game, and I was actually wrong. 1,060 days in games <laughs> that have been played. They well, want to be the one. At a certain point, the calculator batteries go dead, and if you gotta use your abacus to keep track, <laughs> right? You can see how you missed a day or two. So. <laughs> That's, that's what's just stupid. One thousand and sixty days since they last lost yeah. the conference game. It was in the two thousand eighteen nineteen season. The exact date I can give it to you. It was um, February nineteenth. They lost sixty one or sixty two to sixty one against Richmond. February nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. Dennis, I was still in college. Yeah, you're you're getting straight A's in uh, beer pong. You're right, I was. <laughs> Ran that table. Glad to anyway. see that scholarship go to work. It, yes, it did. It got <clears> me <throat> here. But you're going to have a game that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, do you want to touch on anything else in the BWAC, or do you, you want to I, Those are all big. Like the Almont Richmond game, I think, is a big yeah, game. Yeah, I, I um, agree with that. Because I, I, I still contend Richmond is the, is the team – that in the end is the biggest challenger to Crosslex. I yes. still believe that in my mind. Uh, even with the Yale loss, I still believe that that I think Richmond will get them the second time. I think Richmond is a is a tough team to beat. And, and right now, until somebody beats Crosslex, I can only call them the second best team in the BWAC. Right. But that's just my opinion. I've seen Richmond a couple times, and they were on their game both times I saw them. <laughs> yes. Um, Richmond is going to be an interesting team because they, they have this game at home. Almont is a nice team. You can see the pieces there. I think I, again, it's not fair to judge a team off of one game against Croslex. It's like, all right, here, how did you do against the toughest team in your league? Like, that's not a fair comparison. They have talent. It's if they heat up, but. I think Richmond's speed and Richmond's maybe well they can match up size wise, but I want to know how that press is gonna gonna hurt them because Croslex's press got to Almont too. Yeah, yeah, Yale's not any again. There are six not easy teams to play. And this is why I in the BWAC right not now. Gonna say Croslex is gonna lose a game, but if right now you had to force me to pick Croslex running the table or they lose a game. I'm going to say that they slip up in a BWAC game because there are so many tough teams. Yeah, Armada, Imlay City, Elmont, Richmond, Yale, none of those are easy games. And, now, and we really don't know about North Branch. North Branch is just struggling to play games right, right. now. So, um, yeah. Uh, and even Algonac, hey, Algonac's won a couple of games this year, which they hadn't won for over 50 games. Yeah. It, so it, even Algonac has made It's been a while since they've won multiple games in a season. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, there are actually four big games in the MAC tonight, but yours is the biggest because of the rivalry and because 
PH is playing good basketball all of a sudden. Yeah. And Marysville is coming off a win. Hashtag free shunk. Um, <laughs> so make I want voices to be heard. Hashtag free shunk. Um, wrongly ejected from a game, as we have documented. I felt so. Yeah. I felt it was unfair. And I saw the video of it, and if that warrants an ejection, there are going to be a lot of coaches missing a lot of games. Well, here, here's here's the thing. Like, I've seen kids get frustrated and slam, spike the basketball right. on the court. And that should be a T. And I've seen a lot of officials I've actually seen walk a lot away from that. it yeah. and, and go, okay, I get it. He's frustrated. I let him blow off steam. Right. Let's not make a big deal about it. Yeah. Um, and that's what this official should have done, in my opinion. Yeah, I th- yeah. But I don't want to beat a dead horse. I want to talk about this game. Yes. Marys are coming off a win against Clintondale. Um, they are going they are down two coaches. The J V coach Ryan Lito won't be there tonight. Not that I don't think the assistant um coach Danny Nagan uh isn't gonna do a good job in, in his place. But, Dennis, you know it's different. You get comfortable in your roles as coaches. So before we talk about Port Huron I, because they are playing good basketball, they have what I can think can be a really nice trio of scorers that can come through. But having not only the head coach, but Ryan Lito, who sits right next to him, his is his assistant, also won't be there tonight. That throws off the rhythm a lot. Now you're asking a first-year assistant coach to lead a program in a rivalry game. That's a big spot. Well, here, here's the thing because, you know, they've got a lot of great people at Marysville. Uh, the, the, the Viking girls aren't playing tonight. Ryan Ratchy can help out. Like, he'd be perfect. They got a whole bunch of people around there that I'm sure, if asked, Will but even, help out, and you know that Shunk has a game plan. Yes, that it is down. That 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 they have talked about this. That they'll right. be prepared. They'll right. be no, ready no, no, to go, no, no, no. and they'll have a script for him I, to use. I get that. They'll but, make it as easy for him as they can. But with a first year assistant, like even if Ryan Lito's there, he's been sitting down the bench for him for sixty, eighty games. He, he ha- understands the nuances and how he wants to do things. Been involved with the program. Again, I'm not going to discredit uh, Danny Nagan before he gets his chance. Maybe he goes out and does a really good job. And He's going to sit there with his phone in his <laughs> hand, and it's going to be going ding, ding, ding. And Coach is going to be telling him what kid he needs in the game and what they need to be right. stressing. I, I, I get that. <laughs> but it's still going to be tough. Yeah, to, I know. I, I know where you're coming from. Because – He's been on the bench for seven games, and that's uh, it, it. Really takes almost a full season to kind of gel. I'd say minimum ten to fifteen games to really get in the same wavelength, and to go from assistant to now you're the guy. You have to politic for calls, worry about the rotation, things like that. That's going to be interesting because Port here on high is going to be coming with some talent. Aubin Wallenfang has been hit or miss. But when he hits, you can see that he has basketball skills. We talk about having basketball players. He's a basketball player. 
Connor Rosenau, seems like you can pencil him in for double digits every night. And if Nate Oriole is feeling it from outside the arc, that is going to be tough. And something that we don't talk about maybe as much, and I think in this matchup it's going to loom large, Aaron Smith, I don't know who Marysville's going to put on him that could hand that can match up with him physically in the post. Well, here, here's the thing, because again, I, I just I've just seen both these teams mm-hmm. against the same opponent, um, uh, against Clinton Dale. Um, number number one for Marysville. The other thing, if if I'm Coach Nagan, I'm going to the the kids tonight, and I'm going, hey, I want to retire with the highest winning percentage. In school history, I want to be a thousand percent winning percentage. Well, I, uh, but Cole Bowman is hot now. Uh, he had a twenty-point game last week, and I think fifteen or sixteen, and then he scored nineteen against. He did Clinton have the Dale. one off. I think he only had eight against Lakeview, but yeah, like he's, three he's, of his last four. Yeah, he then. he's shooting the ball well. Tyler Simpson is a big, who I think is the guy. You match up against Smith tonight, and and then the question is, can Smith keep up with Tyler Simpson? Moving up and down the court. Yeah. Uh, Simpson had 13 against Clintondale, showed me some moves, showed me uh, some game, uh, and everybody for Marysville was swarming and playing great defense. I think this is going to be a fun game uh, I do too. tonight. Are but, they the two best teams in the area? No. But it's always fun. But I think – they kind of match well. And with- this game should happen in football too. Stop. Just <laughs> just do it already. <laughs> I, I think they uh, – but, again, I think it – I'm not worried about the names we know. To me, it's who gets the the thing. Like, does Colin Sherrard step up tonight and mm-hmm. do something for Marysville? Because if he does – that gives them a really good chance to win the game. Or for PH, Cameron Cole or Brendan Coronado, uh, one of those guys, come up big for them tonight because then that gives them the edge in the game. And or co- you mentioned Oreo. If Oreo's hot, forget about it. I like the big reds in this game. Because coming up big doesn't necessarily mean going off for 20 points. No, and If one no. of those guys can give you nine points, maybe get double figures. But my biggest question for you, Dennis, is yes, Cole Bowman's playing better now and he's the main scorer, but if I basically say, all right, Connor, he doesn't score. You you travel with him the whole way. Number 23 does not score. Help out. Make someone else beat you. And that's the point you just brought up. Who are going to be the secondary guys? Because my game plan right now, if I'm preparing for Marysville after the last few games stop 23 will be good get us to 40 we'll win yeah that that's the other thing is I don't think and and I'll say this and we'll have a, a 88 to 86 game tonight I think it will be low scoring I I think yeah if one team gets to 40 they're in good shape so yeah, and, and again, and I think you're foul. going to have a lot of fouls, so free throw shooting is going to be important tonight. Especially for both teams. with Aaron Smith, that's one thing we've kind of one knock on his game is he does seem to get in foul trouble because he plays a physical brand of basketball. If you take away that mismatch in the middle, that's something to look at too. So. All right, we, we have to talk about these other three games. Yes, we're going long, but I don't care because there's a lot of good basketball. To Northern talk about. is playing at Lakeshore tonight. Huge game for the Huskies. Lakeshore is 9-1 and one this season. They're 3-0 and oh in the blue. 
Northern's only four and three, but they're two and zero oh in the blue. This is a big chance to Actually, make a this just came statement. up on the MHSA site is canceled. Oh, too bad because this was a big chance tonight oh, for Northern to make me. a statement. Hey, perks of doing a show a little later. <laughs> Hold on, um, yeah, sixteen minutes ago. Oh, too bad because I, I looked at that and I like oh, I. And very interested to see what this score is oh, at the end of the night. Now, that's because because you can see a situation and due like, to a building issue, maybe they got a leak in the roof or something. Move the game to Northern. That's huh? You got you got two other. Well, South Lake is playing at home tonight because that's the next game we're going to talk about. A building issue is lakeview at home tonight because uh, you know i was going to make a bold proclamation that if northern won that game lakeview's at sterling heights use lakeview's gym <laughs> no lakeview's gym sucks i don't care lakeview's... i want to play this basketball game lakeview's... i want to see tj put Lake... 50 down and northern lakeview go into lakeshore and upset the them only school in the mac whose aux gym is a thousand times nicer <laughs> than that Dungeon, I'm they just, call it I'm gymnasium. just saying, play at Northern or play at Lakeview. We can get this game done. Lakeshore's gym is beautiful. I want this game. Yeah, we'll get it later. Okay. Um, but I was going to say that maybe if, if, if Northern wins this game, I don't think I would have put them there, but I think they would have entered the conversation for best team in the area because Lakeshore is legit. Yes. Yes. That's how good I that's how high of a regard I hold it. By the way, it seems like it's been changed to uh February seventh is when the makeup is, at least okay. according to the MHSA site. Well, we may have to check out February seventh and where we're at and maybe add that well, the, game. The February first, it's in Port Huron, so um Saint Clair at South Lake tonight, and this is a big game in the gold. Because, again, a Saints win, they knock off one of the two undefeated teams uh, in the gold uh, standings and are right in the mix. Yes, they are. Um, the gold's going to be tough. We said that. They got to win over a, a talented, albeit struggling, Lance Cruz team. You go to South Lake, you get a win. I I like their chances in the gold. Have they do it? They have to come back with fits. But if you split these two games, now obviously you want to get the sweep, obviously. But if you split these next two games, you set yourself up to kind of control your own destiny when you get South Lake at home, when you get Fitzgerald at home, when you get these tough teams in your own gym. Like, again, no one's ever plays for a split. But, Dennis, if we're here next, I think Wednesday would be when we talk about it, and they split these two games. I'm going, St. Clair's still in the thick of it. They still have a good chance to compete for a league title. I just, again, this this is a big game for the uh, the Saints, and uh, again, like with Northern, it's a chance to make a statement. Yes. And, uh, and go to Fitzgerald and South Lake and Tower and say, hey, boys, they're another team in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a big game. And in the bronze tonight, uh, Marine City really needs to get back on track. They're Which going to Clawson. We did find out after the fact that uh, Wyatt Walker did not play 
in their loss to center line, and that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, uh, and again, Clawson is, is uh, another one of those places, one of those gyms. It that's just kind of crappy it's to so go to far away. Yeah, and, and and it's little, and it's just you know, it's they're two and four, but it doesn't matter. Going to Clawson's gym sucks. Yeah, because. I know we're used to longer bus rides now, but when you're in high school and like an hour and 20-minute bus ride feels like forever and you're sitting on the bus and you're waiting and you're waiting and you get there and you go to what's – it would be the worst gym in this area. Like it, I we have high or middle school gyms better than that one, and it's like dim lighting and it's just – well, yeah. like it starts out because you leave Marine City, you jump on the expressway, yeah. you get off at 16 mile, you cut over to 14, and then you're on 14 mile for a week yeah. because there's a street light every four inches. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there and sitting and there. And you have to drive by Bishop Foley on the way. So that's just terrible. I love your that's a terrible trip. Bishop Foley. <laughs> that's just a terrible trip. Uh, so hopefully Marine City can get back on its winning ways. You know, Dennis, there aren't many times, but tonight would would is a night where I kind of miss the Friday night 1 a.m. shows where we're getting the live reactions. Yeah. Because this would be a good slate of games to get it from. Yeah, the, the, this is a good night. There, there are three really good games in the BWAC and four big games going on in, in the MAC, and that's not even touching anything else that's going on. No. And there's a lot of other games going on. Uh, in basketball tonight so um i think that's it do you want real quick um have a little fun and share what my plan might be for monday what's your plan for monday the the, trying to get two games in oh you're still thinking about that i think i can pull it off now i I, I think it's dicey but if you want to try i will so i think so i think i have a way to so for those who don't know martin luther king day monday set Excuse me, Saginaw Valley, hosting like a three-game showcase, nothing big. Crosslex plays Reese at three. If I stack the pregame and I can get out of there basically as the game's ending. Actually, you should contact them today if you're going to Right. Go yeah, I do need to do that. I need to get a hold of Lance. Um, I, I need, I, today's just been so backwards Dennis I, I, you know about it I've, yeah I know what you were doing today yeah stretching yourself thin as always got to um and I'm talking about stretching myself thin go to Saginaw Valley at three get that game done it's the first game of the showcase so hopefully it starts basically at three o'clock I'm supposed to be in Armada at seven for a Armada Marine City game now, I have a little bit of hope that maybe the game doesn't start right at 7. Uh, Google Maps says that it is 90 minutes on the dot from Saginaw Valley to Armada High School. I don't know about that either. You've seen how I drive. Yeah, I know, but even still. So if the game gets <laughs> over, even if I leave, don't leave Saginaw Valley till 5, I could get to Armada by 6.30 and have enough time to set up and, like, right as it gets started, get going. Well, he's going to try, but uh, maybe that second game uh, is joined in progress. Maybe. I don't think so. Because you know what's going to happen. Oh, the They'll J- have the quickest JV game in the history of JV yeah. games go, well, we're not waiting around for 45 minutes. Let's tip now. <laughs> That'll be my luck. 
<laughs> or like a tree. Which never happens on a night where you're just going, oh, I need this. I need to start early. I need this game to be yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I'm kind of tired. I want to get home, get a good night's sleep. Or like, oh, I'm going to go meet some friends after the game. It's a Friday game. Like, <laughs> oh, I got no. a big date with my new girlfriend. I hate Lincoln you, is going to throw the ball I 67 times I hate you, and Lincoln. complete one Lincoln pass. Lincoln is is lower <laughs> on the list than any technological school <laughs> at your Bishop Foley and Caro for that one game. For the rest of eternity, Warren Lincoln is bottom of every ranking. Even we worse than do. Lamphere, who you hate for no I don't hate Lamphere. I just think they suck. <laughs> But they don't. They've been good in football for a couple of years now. Yeah, you've been good in the bronze. Bronze football is anyway. Um, they played country day tough. No, yeah, that I said last year. This year they were they were what we thought they were. Okay, <clears throat> they're not good. I'm either. just gonna let it slide there before one of us gets a tech. <laughs> free shunk hashtag free shunk. Put it up on Twitter. Um, yeah. Two good games tonight. You can't miss going with either one. Uh, I'll be in Imlay City for Croslex Imlay City. Brady will be in Marysville for Marysville PH. Going to be a fun Friday night. Also next Monday, uh, second edition of the media poll comes out. So. That is true, too. And after tonight, we'll it may some, all be jumbled around. Because the girls got jumbled around last night. Yes. So going to have some fun. All right. Have a fun weekend. Again, we're on Spotify now. So Dennis doesn't know what that means, but subscribe to us on Spotify. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.